is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Uh, today I have on with me uh, my delightful co-host Eric, and Eric has brought along a special guest. Eric, who, who do you have with us today? Todd, we, we have discussed uh, in the, the pre-recording that I have the wonderful man that goes by many names. We have uh, John Wyatt Edgar, also known as John, also known as Edgar, and also known as JW. John Wyatt Edgar is the, he's probably my mad scientist friend who is the creator of some of the best but yet tormenting contests in the world. And I've known him since high school, and we have been good pals for the last probably 10 years. So John and I have been talking for the last couple weeks, maybe even a couple months, about his newest creation. And I think we're all excited to hear about and question him about this, because yet, even though I've talked to him, uh, and he's just explained the rules many, many times, maybe today I'll actually uh, completely understand the rules. Uh, John, we have John Wyatt Edgar here. John, how are you? It's a wonderful morning. Well, th- thank you for the kind words, and, and Mr. Todd, thank you for, for having me on. Boy, I'll tell you what, yeah, that kind of stuff uh, you're saying there makes me almost get kind of emotional. That was very complimentary. It wasn't intended, John. It's too, <laughs> it's too early in the morning to be, to, to be getting emotional. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, excited to be here. This is a big uh, media juggernaut, and uh, it's an honor. Yeah, so we, we've, actually, we've actually talked about you on the podcast before. Um, if anyone is interested in hearing some really poor audio quality, you can scroll back in the Toddcast to episode 43, Dub Points, where Eric uh, got on to, to score some extra Dub Points and explain you know, that, that series of contests. Um, so if anyone wants to dip into the archives, that's available for you. But today, I believe we're here to talk about your, your latest internet sensation slash contest, The League of Nothing. What, what can you tell us about that? Well, um, first of all, both both of you guys have joined, and I and I thank you uh, for that. But um, the the League of Nothing is basically it's like a fantasy sports league, except it's uh, slightly more abstract. It's probably a good way to put it. Um, okay. We are going to be on a weekly basis simulating via um, the flagship video games of the respective four major professional sports leagues, simulating full seasons and scoring competitors based on the teams that they have selected for, I think, 13 weeks is going to be the initial the initial run of this. So what are the sports in question? So you've got your major league baseball, basketball, the NBA, the NFL and hockey, the NHL course none of which in reality any of these leagues are going on right now so this seemed like a pretty good time to do this because um, I've noticed from a lot of the signups that, that they are literally grasping for any kind of sports related entertainment <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense yeah a lot, a lot of folks are, are bummed with the pandemic and closing down the the sports venues and in that that source of entertainment it's 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 interesting because I am not much of a sports guy myself. I know Eric really enjoys the the fantasy aspects of a lot of the sports. I I'm kind of, generally speaking sort of a, a take it or leave it sort of a guy, and frankly that's why that's why your contest sort of appealed to me 
Eric was kind of giving me the high level on it. And he's like, well, it's, it's sports based, but you don't actually have to know anything about sports or follow sports. And I'm like, this sounds right up my alley. So it worked, worked out well. Yeah. It's uh it's going to be pretty unpredictable. There's some strategy involved, I guess. Uh, but the reality <laughs> is, you know, we have basically everyone who signed signs up is picking, they're choosing three teams from, from each, uh, sports league. And, um, you know, there's about 30 teams in each league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the catch is, uh, we're going to simulate these seasons on a weekly basis. And we're actually starting with the, uh, the 2015 versions of the games. So there's actually some history there. So people okay. have, people have the opportunity to research and say, okay, what teams were good in, in 2015, or at least how they were represented on the uh, 2015 versions of these video games. Um, but I think we'll find out, um, and, and I know, Eric, you've done this before, um, but uh, when it comes down to simulating um, seasons kind of on top of each other and going, going several seasons deep, or in this case, 13 seasons deep into the future... Uh, it basically at that point becomes uh, more of a grab bag of possibilities. And um, I think the strategy will 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 kind of uh, take a backseat to pure random chance as the as the league of nothing season uh, goes on. That's fantastic. That, that means I've got a fighting chance. I, I like it. I was going to say not to mention the like I said, I or he said when you when you do these leagues. You know, year one, year two, it's about the same team you pick. So, so I was kind of part of several people's strategies, kind of talking it out, let alone I created my strategy. But I was also fortunate enough to witness your strategy, Todd, via via live like phone call, video call. And then I also helped our good friend, Justin Benline. Um, I essentially read him everything so we could get him to sign up. Um, so for we know for I know for a fact Justin Benline actually did research. He found out who won the World Series that year and which teams are per, you know normally pretty good and probably will get a, an added boost in the simulated game. Uh, Todd, why don't you fill in Edgar exactly how if you can recall exactly what you did? Uh, my 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 selections um, truly on theme for me uh, were all selected based on um, imagined connectivity to Dungeons and Dragons. So um, I, I think when I went through and did the the NFL, um, I picked all teams that were 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 roguish like characters. So I, I picked like the Buccaneers and the Raiders and, and things like that <laughs> to, to represent that. Uh, I believe for the NBA, I went in a more arcane way. So I picked like the Wizards and uh, you know, things for various, you know, sort of spellcasting classes. Yeah. (laughs) The magic that, that was one of them. I can't remember what they all are off the top of my head. Cause like I said, it was a very, I did not do my research. I'm going to go with this theme and, and pick those. So yeah, there, there was no research done. It was all based on just the team names and, and how well I imagined those teams operating in a Dungeons and Dragons type of, uh, type of a world. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what fruit that bears. And then, there was also a uh, there was also a wrestling component. What could what, and I and I picked all of those based on which of these I think would make the best non-player character villains in 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 a Dungeons and Dragons game. How how does wrestling factor into the, the League of Nothing? So so wrestling yeah wrestling kind of factors in in, in a couple ways. Um, originally I think it was going to have a little bit uh, bigger role than it does, but it still has a pretty significant and important role. Um, 
So one of the things is when you have um, people picking, you know, three teams um, per league, there's a there's a decent chance as the number of participants grow that people are going to pick the same teams uh, in the same order. Um, And when I say order, it's because um, your first team is going to get more points than your second team. There's multipliers involved. But, um, you know, we wanted to have a way to do like a tie-breaking thing. And it's, you know, when you look at uh, some of these sports leagues and, um, you know, we could go back and and, and certainly simulate and live stream uh, playoff games and stuff. But the reality is there's going to be – probably multiple occasions where there's ties for the top spot in, in a given week um, in a league or, or multiple ties. So we wanted uh, to use the wrestling as a way to, to kind of make a tiebreaker. So our goal with that is um, you're going to be seeing probably not every week, but at least multiple times a season. Um, we're going to actually live stream matches uh, use, using the wrestlers that people picked um, to settle tiebreakers. And um, probably the most important thing that the wrestling is going to do for us is at the end of the season, you know, we're going to have basically every week there's going to be a winner in each of these four leagues as well as like an overall winner, like who scores the most points across all four leagues. But we're also going to do that for the entire season. Um, You know, we're going to have a seasonal football champion, a seasonal hockey champion. And the idea for the seasonal overall champion is that we're actually going to take the top so many people uh probably 16 uh and have like a a week-long tournament of 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 simulated wrestling matches uh live stream uh with commentary to determine that champion though there'll also be we'll also do seasonal champions for the individual leagues There'll probably be uh playoff games for those as well that are live streamed i i think the idea is to have like about a two week span at the end of the season where it's just we're going to be live streaming games and wrestling matches and all of this tension that is built up over three months of people uh, finding their positions in the standings is going to play out uh, in real time and, and people will be able to witness it. And that's where you'll see a lot of the, the trash talking and whatnot. Fantastic. Well, John, I think we're all excited about the end of year and the controversies and so forth, but I think we're going to take a break and maybe when we come back, we'll talk about some of the more controversial moments of League of Nothing and John White Edgar uh, contests, uh, which I think is going to make this thing a lot of fun for a lot of people. So we'll take a break real quick and we'll talk about that here in a second. All right. And we are back. Todd, John, we, we've just discussed a lot of the workings of the League of Nothing and as we can, you know, just summarize for all those people dropping in in the middle of a podcast, because that really happens. Um, essentially, we have a simulated league. John, are we going to have to do much? I mean, I promised a lot of people that there was almost little to no involvement or work. Yeah, I've I've been um, I, I actually had a conversation yesterday with someone who I was trying to recruit and they said, hey, what's the catch here? Because in the past, you know, it's it's been, oh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll put you in this contest, uh, you know, it, we, you know, my contest. And uh, there's uh, it, it ends up kind of spiraling out of control quickly. No, the, the reality is, uh, you know, if you filled out the form, which I think probably takes five minutes, if you're really thinking about it, and even less than that, if you're not. Once you've filled that out, I mean, that's your that's your picks for the season. The season's going to play out. 
you know, if you want to change it for the next season, which will be, you know, probably around November, you have that opportunity. But no one is going to be required to do anything. There's no side contests coming off of this or anything. There's no active participation. It's really just about um, kind of sitting back and giving people a chance to, to root for the teams that they've selected and, 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 and root against the, the people in the contest that they are uh, considered to be their rivals. So it's, it, it is really, when I say league of nothing, the, the, you basically have to do nothing once you declare your entry into it. Uh, we, we actually thought about giving um, people a, a, an opportunity to just go to the forum and, and select an option that said, uh, just give me a random setup. Um, but I, I felt like it was important for them to at least pick the stuff because I, I, I wanted them to at least be aware that they're that they're participating on some level. But that's really the only expectation I have. So I, I you know, I think it'll be more of a spectator sport than anything. And I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we, we're we're in for this uh, glory. So. We know it might sound like there's not going to be anything going on, right? But we know that really probably the, the more entertaining aspect here is probably all your live streams and what you're going to be doing on Facebook and or announcing. Truthfully, I think that's been the more enjoyable part even of uh, the, the pre-launch. What have you been doing kind of to gear people up uh, to get signups? Because I know that I know the count has been growing over the last you know months and weeks. And I think there has been a nice hype machine. Give, give us a little rundown exactly what's been going on and why you think this contest won't just fizzle out once people sign up and why it'll be exciting, you know, the entire duration. Well, um, I think it's a simple concept that people can get behind. Uh, when I first announced it, and I, and I think I kind of came up with the idea almost like a year ago, and it kind of started telling people, oh, I'm going to do the League of Nothing now. Um, but I didn't even know what the League of Nothing was at that point. To me, it was just a name for a contest or a series of contests I was going to do. And I was working backwards to kind of figure out what that was. But um, <laughs> then I kind of thought about it like, what if it really is a league? Like, what if it what if it really does have a feel of like a sports league? Um, and I and I knew that there is a certain amount of people that were going to sign up regardless of what it was. They were just going to sign up as soon as I announced it. Um, and I also knew that there was a lot of people who were going to be shied away from it when they saw that it was sports and wrestling centric. So, um, you know, through kind of word of mouth, um, and, uh, what I would call, I guess, social media influencers, um, you know, like, like yourselves. And, um, I know Ryan church was a big help in, in recruiting and he's, he's always a big name for us. Um, you know, word started to get out and, and people started to see these announcements of different people. We've so far announced pretty much everyone that's going to be in it publicly on an individual basis. And people see their friends there and they say, well, if this person's doing it, it can't be that bad. Um, so I'll go ahead and sign up. So the amount of organic signups has uh, has really increased as we've started announcing people. And um even people that I had been hoping would sign up that are usually uh, have been in my contests in the past have eventually signed up because uh, I guess they feel that the, the, the chaotic element of some of my previous contests isn't there. I think they're finally realizing that this is, you know, this is not, you know, there's no catch here. This was not, um, 
This is not going to be some crazy self-serving dub points competition, even though, you know, that was probably my intent early on in in creating it. Uh, But uh, I think for what it is, you know, it's it's something everyone can do. Uh, They don't have to know a lot about sports. And there's a lot of people who I know don't know a lot about sports. And I think they're going to be viable players in this contest. That's fantastic because I know I know Eric's been involved with dub points for for years now, and I've I've got some visibility sort of on the periphery of that, and it's it seems like in the past there's been a fair bit of drama involved there, and I think I think I think dub points sort of a sort of inherent bit of it as I take it was some of the drama and the infighting and the rivalries and such, and it seems like uh, with what you've got cooked up here. It sort of eliminates some of those those conflict points and, and lets everybody just focus more on the the fun and entertaining side of it. So I, I think that's I think that's a good mix. Uh, I like the sound of that. I have no doubt that there that there will be drama and controversy. <laughs> I have no doubt. It, I, I I mean it, it was important when I when I did this. I, I said I really gotta I gotta create a framework, even if I change it a couple times leading up to it actually launching. I want there to be a framework of like this is this is what happens. This is consistently going to be what happens every time we do this, so that people know what to expect. But I, I already can see where there's uh, some gray area stuff where there's going to be controversy, and you know what? We're going to lean into it and embrace it. At this point, we can't please everybody, but we are going to uh, have a fun league, a fun weekly, you know, weekly multiple times a week content and uh you know we we know it's going to be controversial some some of the methods here because competitions always are as they should be i i i would agree so so question to you when when you say that you know the matchups and and the leagues are are simulated pardon my ignorance but how how does that how does that how are you simulating these you said you're using using the video games are you are you loading up like madden and and playing a gazillion games or, or how does that work now that would be a little time consuming actually simulating <laughs> i mean is time consuming enough believe it or not but um but this is kind of the strategy uh i've been using to do all these i purchased um the 2015 versions of these games the ps4 versions a few months back um okay like like from a used game store they were pretty cheap and um i load the game up and usually when you load the game up, it, it, it gives you a few default settings, and I just keep those. Um, and then I go into whatever the associated franchise mode is, and I set everything that I possibly can to auto. Uh, so all of the back-end roster dealings, trades, and then I just start simming through seasons, season by season. Once the season's done, I take all those results, and I put them into a big hulking spreadsheet. And that is where, you know, I keep all the standings and all the statistics. And um, I do that 13 times for each of these leagues, which that whole process took a couple weeks. And then we we have basically, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a history and data of 13 years of these leagues that, that we're now going to pull these, um, you know, pull these scores from. But um, no, there's no actual playing that goes on. Uh, there's no roster management. There's no, I'm going to make this team good this season. It's it's pretty much based off of, uh, you know, the ratings that they 
came out with when the games were published and how they kind of extrapolate out from there. So a lot of volatility can happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited from the numbers perspective. It sounds like a lot, you know, you say Excel spreadsheets, it excites me a little bit, but what, um, what do you got going on for, in terms of our, the players that are in the league? Do you have any type of database or any historical records? I want to know, uh, how well I've done against certain competitors or how, what my win loss record is, stuff like that. Do you have any of that? cooked up um we are you're talking for the players in, in the league of nothing right oh, yeah 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 you, uh, or todd myself you know some of the other big names yes yes um so there will be several um high level stats which which i think everyone's going to be um probably focusing on which is going to be like obviously like how many points are they earning um you know what place are they getting how, what's their average ranking uh, things of that nature. And there's going to be stats, not just for the season, but for uh, your entire career. So, um, you know, assuming that this goes into a second season, which I think it will, since the frame framework's already built and people seem excited, um, you'll actually be able to keep track of, of your lifetime stats and that will all be on the website. So, you know, you can have that conversation with, um, you know, who who is the best all time at, at this contest? Um, in whatever way you want to measure it. And um, for what you said, as far as matchups go, um, we will be keeping track of those as well. Um, you know, there probably won't be as many uh, individual matchups um, right away. That'll have to build up over time just because, you know, we're, we're really looking at playoff scenarios and, and tiebreaker scenarios, which, you know, they'll be common. But when you have over 100 people in the league, it's, you know, you're probably you may only have a couple of those opportunities a season. Um, but we will be keeping track of that as well uh, in both a kind of historical list where you can go back. Uh, if you saw maybe uh, on, on the old dub point site, we kind of had that for some of our leagues and uh, we'll have a similar thing for this, but um, the presentation of the stats will be a lot more uh, cleaner and, it, and there'll be a lot more, I guess, neat comparisons that you'll be able to make between, between players. I think um, what what the people want to hear, you know, really when it comes down to it, we've talked about the league, we've talked about scoring, things like that. I think what the people want to hear are who are some of the notable names and brands and or people in this. John, who who are you excited about in this contest? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think I think honestly, uh, the excitement uh, for people in this contest is because uh, because you know there's already a lot of names that that. that People who have followed dub points and, and other stuff like that are going to be aware of. You know, they're going to see the name uh, Luke Bumbico, who just signed last night, and uh, they're going to say, I, "I recognize that name. He was a he was a big deal in dub points." You know, we're going to watch him. You know, you've got uh, kind of the, in the names like your, yourself. You know, they see the name Hersey. Uh, you know, Eric, whether it's you or Todd, whether it's you, I know you had some experience in the uh, stock wars aspect. Yep. Um, they're going to see that last name and they're going to associate an immediate uh, uh, prestige and contendership. But I'm actually pretty excited for there are probably about 20 to 25 participants that I have had no previous dealings with. And not just when it comes to contests, but a lot of these people I have had no prior dealings with at all. Uh, we have established a whole new class of competitors that I could not pick their faces out of a lineup. 
that's pretty exciting to me. It's it's always good to see you know the classic names out there, the names that we're familiar with, and we've been able to retain uh, almost all of them, as well as get uh, some people who otherwise probably would not have volunteered for like a dub points contest. But the word of mouth and just people uh, wanting to be involved has really led to an influx of of unknowns, and I think that's kind of the most intriguing part because uh, we have an opportunity to start. I guess building new stars and seeing, um, seeing you know, because I, I don't know, I don't know how good they're going to be at this. Truthfully, I don't know how any anybody's going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> doing at this. You know, we we've actually simulated the seasons already, but like, you know, it's not something that I've gone and said, well, I'm going to go and look into the future 13 weeks from now, uh, because I want it to be a, a, an exciting thing for me too. So I, I really don't know what to expect. But, uh, you, you know, as far as the big names that are that are out there, I mean, there's been a lot of contract negotiations, um, which we had to make a lot of concessions on with certain people to get them. And, you know, we feel that those people that joined, uh, like your, your your Chuck Wolfongs and, and, and your Luke Bumbacos and your Ryan Churches and, and Eric Kersey's have all been uh, big gets. But uh, I really want to see what these what, what these new contenders can do also. Yeah, I also think that, you know, we're talking about stats and you're saying, well, what, you know, what's going to make people engaged on this? And I just know for a fact over the years, you know, even as as recent as your live concert, which generated a ton of live views, comments and so forth, you are very good at um, promotion on using social channels and having a weekly or semi-weekly or, or however frequently you're going to do it having some type of live component where you go over results and you take in calls and you've done this in the past. So I imagine this will stir up number one, lots of interest. And this is where the fun will come. This is when you, the trash talking and or the competitiveness will come out. And this is where you'll see most of the drama and it'll turn into, you know, uh, sports talk radio where there will have talking heads going back and forth. And, and I think this is where things will heat up. And, and like you said, with these 25, you know, new people, who the heck knows how competitive they are? You know, we, we might have rivalries that will be going against each other that we didn't even know yet. And it'll all come out and and we'll get to witness it and become the Michael Jackson meme eating our popcorn as people, you know, battle <laughs> back and forth over these simulated games. So I'm pretty excited about that. Todd, do you have any other questions, comments, anything before we wrap this up and let John go? Uh, mostly logistical. So I guess when, when does the league officially kick off? The league will officially be starting on July 7th. That will be the first day that results will be announced. I'm doing signups for the first season up until and through June 30th. Um, okay. and at some point in those days after that, there'll be some kind of pre-show or hype show, but that those are the two dates that, that I'm working with. And, uh, those are pretty solid at this point. And so if, if someone is hearing this and is intrigued and wants to wants to be, be a part of the League of Nothing, how would they go about doing that? Uh, the best way right now is to just uh, look look for the League of Nothing on Facebook. Look for the League of Nothing page. Uh, we do have a website, which is leagueofnothing.com, um, which is not fully launched yet, uh, but it will be here in the coming week or so. Uh, and that's where, you know, that will soon become stats and information central. Uh, as this thing actually starts, the form link should be out there on the Facebook page, though, for sure. 
and and as a person who's done it, you know, it, it's it's basically just a, a Google form. You 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 know put your put your name in there. Um, it, it it provides you with a a list of options for all the teams for the various leagues uh, to pick from, and then uh, and then the wrestlers for the tiebreakers. It's it's very easy, like you said. It it takes five minutes. We're not even collecting email addresses here. We're not even asking for people's email address. So we're not even collecting information. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's your name and what do you, what do you want to play with? So yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very low risk, very easy. You know, I would encourage folks to let's, let's blow this thing up. So good deal. So yeah, we just hop on Facebook, look for league of nothing. That'll take us to the, to the sign up and, and you're in. So no, that's that's pretty much the the last questions I had, you know, for the benefit of the listeners who want to get in on this action, and you've given us that quite quite wonderfully. I was gonna say we we number one, thank you for coming on the show today, explaining some of this. I know a lot of people from the League of Nothing that signed up just because you sent them a link and then just randomly pick stuff will probably find this valuable to understand um, how it works, even though they, we won't be able to control it much, but at least understand it. And I would, on behalf of Todd and I, I think, you know, throughout the season, you know, you're welcome to come on and talk about any of the exciting matchups and or update the listeners here of uh, what's going on. And and we also have a very exciting announcement that uh, the Toddcast is the official sponsor of your live stream that was negotiated uh, to get our wonderful uh, Todd to join. So uh, I think, you know, the League of Nothing and Toddcast are going to be uh, a nice symbiotic relationship. Yes, yes, I, I would agree, and uh, I would say with that, uh, obviously the the offer is out there. As I do these uh, live streams and start putting out video content, uh, that you guys will be welcome to join and and you know or submit any content that you want out there. So you definitely stay in touch. Yeah, exciting things. <laughs> Absolutely. So fantastic. And again, thank you, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate all the good information and uh, happy to, and excited to be a part of this. Eric, thank you for, uh, for for bringing him to the show with us and, and for all of your uh, insight and commentary. Thank you to the listeners. Go, go, go find the League of Nothing, sign up, be a part of the fun. And uh, until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. Edgar, just just as a heads up, part of the shtick here is number one. There's there's a strong likelihood that you that I'll have a child come out and yell at me at some point in time. All right. There's also a strong likelihood that Todd will have Tie Fighters in the background. There's there's some background noise based off of just the normal <laughs> stuff. So if you have a cat or or if Justine comes and hits you with something like that's just normal. We'll just call it out. We'll just talk. You know. Um, yep. so don't, don't be alarmed. And like I, I think I mentioned to you before, we, there's a possibility we all turn into robots just because Skype likes to do that. Gotcha.